Hey, what's up, everybody? How you doing tonight? Episode number 230, Drink Until You Podcast, the only podcast that lasts until the last drop. How the hell is your Monday going? How the hell was your weekend? I hope you're having a good one. I hope you had a good one. Uh, maybe you had the day off. Happy Juneteenth. Happy Father's Day. I didn't even say that last week. It wasn't even on my mind. I've been doing this thing. I've been trying to annoy people. <clears throat> I'm saying it's Father's Day week now. You know, now that Father's Day has passed, this whole week, let's dedicate this to fathers. You know what I mean? Um, which there's a lot of holidays or celebrations packed in, right? It's Juneteenth, Father's Day, uh, and then Pride, right? All of those are packed in r- really tight, really close together. <laughs> you know, somebody mentioned that on Twitter today. Kind of funny. Um <clears throat> but anyways, oh, dude, I'm in here watching the game game three of the Stanley Cup final. Oh, my God. I'm going to get a lot of hate for this, but I was kind of hoping for this kind of game already. I'll tell you the truth. Um, I don't want Colorado to sweep them. Then hockey's over for me. So selfishly, you know, I, I want Tampa to fight back, you know, and I want them to squirm, and I want them to struggle, hopefully while um, <clears throat> Colorado's just choking them out. Jesus, Chris, is it <laughs> fucking UFC or... NHL, I can't tell. Uh, dude, could you imagine if they let them do that? Instead of fighting, it's like grappling <laughs> on skates, like Roman style back in the day, you know? Um, so anyways, the first period's over, dude. What a period, man. Uh, technically, Colorado scored um, two. Um, they only got one on the board, unfortunately, because they took back the first one. So technically, I guess technically, technically, they uh, they only scored uh, one, so they're down two to one going into the second period. And uh, dude, I just I can see Tampa pushing. They're they're starting to fight back, uh, which is totally a scary thing because you know they they do those extra steps. It's like for as fast as Colorado is, you know, it's like um, <clears throat> Tampa's just taking that extra stride or sticking the stick in the lane a little bit further, or you know just doing that extra stuff and it's like that's that's their way of combating Colorado's speed and so far the second half of that first period uh they're they're doing a pretty damn good job i mean uh, colorado looked a little shell shocked especially to score two have one taken back uh you go into the room down 2 to 1 but they're not playing bad at all uh it's it's just going to be a fight so yes uh unpopular opinion i hope tampa uh wins tonight or at least comes close you know gives themselves some kind of life uh, being down 3 nothing, could you imagine Tampa fighting back from that or just trying their best to? That's going to make an amazing rest of the series. <laughs> and never, you, you know Tampa, knowing them, they'll probably do it. They'll be the you know first team in, in a Game 7 Stanley Cup final to come back three you know down 3-0. Um, I hope that's not the storybook. End. You know, I, and, and I'm torn, too. I don't absolutely hate Tampa. I really don't. But after, you know, two years, it's like, well... <laughs> I want to see somebody else, you know, and um, <clears throat> I just think the styles, that's what I enjoy so much. I don't need daytime drama TV. I don't need any of that stuff. You know, people screwing each other over and, you know, doing shit like that. During, you know, I don't need any of that. I, all I need is this, you know, is sports. It's my daytime drama TV that's at night, you know. Uh, let's take our first drink. Have I taken my first drink? Cheers, everybody. So I actually don't know <clears throat> how much time's in between periods. Um, so this second period might be starting up soon. I'm just, I'm going in between. I'm taking little snippets. That's what I'm doing tonight. You know, watching this game, dude, it's so exciting. Uh, third period, man, these guys are going to be exhausted. And that's what you got to think too. 
if Tampa's going to keep this up, you know, keep stretching, you know, out and doing that extra stride when they're tired, you know, at the end of their shift, how many games of that do you get? You know, by game five, if you're doing that every single play that you're on the ice, you're going to be pretty damn exhausted. You know what I mean? <clears throat> Excuse me. But um, <clears throat> yeah, dude, it's, this this series is so interesting. I, I wanted this, um, obviously, or this, you know, Colorado versus Rangers. But now that we're here, I'm actually just really glad that it's um, Tampa Bay versus Colorado, man. It's just a great matchup. That's that's the strategies. You know, which strategy, which philosophy is going to top the other one? You know, and, and that's what happens after the fact. You know, did did we execute our philosophy? Is that why we lost? Or is, you know, um, was it just flawed to begin with? You know, it's, it's just great drama. So anyways, I'm going to take another drink. It's actually getting really hot in here. I don't know what the hell's going on. Is the AC broken? God, I hope not. <laughs> Oh, there it is. There's my signal. How is it? There, there's no way this intermission was only five minutes. How did that happen? I guess I didn't start right as soon as they stopped. But anyways, I'll be back. I'm chopping this up. Uh, I'm watching this game three. So uh, I'll be right back. All right. And Tampa Bay just running away with it now. What is it? Six to two. Uh, goalie's been pulled for Colorado. Um, it's It's looking pretty grim. Uh, there's still a chance. I mean, Colorado had a power play in there. Um, they just couldn't do anything with it. I mean, Tampa Bay is just all over them now. What are you supposed to do? That's what I'm talking about, those extra plays. Um, Tampa Bay just doing Tampa Bay things. Uh, and it's only one game. You know, I will say this for Colorado, um, that watching them walk into the, the locker room, they they don't seem shaken. You know, it's like, yeah, we're having a rough game, but it's like – it's just one game, I and mean, I, I think they know that. It's not like they've never lost in the playoffs before. You know, this season, obviously, they've lost a couple of times, but you always learn from it. You bounce back. Uh, they just don't look rattled, as rattled as I thought. Like, earlier in the first period, you know, and out, after uh, Tampa Bay scores, I think that second one, they, they look rattled, and, and Tampa Bay's just pouring it on. But um, now that that period's over, even with <laughs> dropping so many goals, they just don't look... You know, it's it's only one game. That's what you got to think, right, if you're in Colorado's position. Uh, so let's take another drink real quick. I didn't even say what I was drinking earlier. I'm drinking uh, vodka with lemonade over ice. Um, it's, it's really hitting the spot. So uh, cheers, everybody. So we're going to go ahead and do this in the second intermission. Um, I'm going to stick it through. You know, I'm going to watch all three periods of this game. You know, I don't get this a lot. I'm always so damn busy, so... Um, here's what we're going to do. Ba, 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 da, ba, ba, da, ba, ba, da. Some drink recommendations. All right, here we go. So the website is chilledmagazine.com. The first one I have is the Black and Blue Berry Kentucky Lemonade. And these are actually, um, it being so hot in Texas, I looked up um, refreshing, hydrating um, cocktails, you know, for the summertime when it's blistering as hot outside. Uh, so here's what we got. This is all going to be from chilledmagazine.com. Um, so the first one, black and blueberry Kentucky lemonade. Here's what you're going to need. One and a half ounce Woodford reserve bourbon. That's good shit right there. 
uh, blackberries, blueberries, rosemary sprigs, simple syrup to taste, fresh lemon juice to taste, club soda to top, fresh fruit for garnish. Here's how the hell you make it. You muddle the berries with rosemary and lemon. Just add a splash of simple syrup. Shake and strain into an ice-filled glass. Top with club soda. Garnish with fresh fruit. Um, it does look delicious and refreshing and ice cold. I mean, they just huge chunks of ice in this glass here, um, which is the best way, you know. I mean, especially during the summer. You need something to cool you off, right? Um, this one's interesting. I'm just kind of scrolling here. This one's called the Brooklyn Dill Pickle. This is, I'm not into cucumbers, but I might actually want to try this. Judging by the picture, cucumber. The Brooklyn Dill Pickle served at Manhattan's iconic New York Hilton Midtown is a refreshing twist on a traditional gin and tonic with 96.7% water content. Cucumber has the highest water content of any solid food. Okay, didn't know that. Look, we're learning something while we're drinking. I mean, that's the best way to do it, right, people? Let's take another drink real quick. I'm getting thirsty just thinking about it. So here we go. Uh, chilledmagazine.com, the Brooklyn Dill Pickle. Here's what you're going to need. One and a half ounce Brooklyn gin, muddled fresh dill, fresh squeezed lime juice, cubed, cubed cucumber, say that five times fast, tonic water to top, fried pickle chip for garnish. Ooh, that looks, I didn't even see that on the top there, fried pickle chip. All right. Uh, here's how the hell you make it. Muddle all the fresh ingredients and shake well in order to bring out the aroma of the dill. Pour into a highball glass filled with ice and top with tonic water. Um, that is <clears throat> the Brooklyn Dill Pickle, apparently made up at New York Hilton Midtown. Uh, it looks super refreshing, though, to be honest with you. I'd, I'd give that a try any day of the week. I'm not huge. You know what? Cucumber is one of those things that's finally coming around to me, you know? Uh, what changed my mind? Oh, it's that burger I had. I had a burger from uh, JC's, and uh, they do it with like I don't know what kind of cheese. It's not American cheese. It's one of, you know, it's a fancy cheese. It's got to be a fancy cheese. Maybe it's Swiss, and I'm calling it fancy. I don't know, but they do it. Uh, dude, it's so good. They do it with Swiss cheese, with a couple of cucumber chips on there. But the cucumber chips are so thick. They just complement the burger. All the flavors so well. Oh my god, I can't wait to. I'm I'm really hungry right now. I need to have one soon. Anyway. Back to the drink recommendations. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Fresh, fresh squeezed punch. Uh, yeah, let's go with that one. That's got a lot of shit in it. Jesus Christ. I think you'll only need one of these. The fresh squeezed punch is an adult fruit punch that combines plenty of fruit juice to add some juicy goodness to the boozy kick. Um, it's like tr trash can punch in a cup is what it looks like to me. It's just got so many different ingredients. Here's what they are uh, for the fresh squeezed punch. That's really hard to say, too. One ounce Grey Goose La Orange Vodka. One ounce Malibu Passion Fruit Rum. Half an ounce Amaretto Di Serrano. Di Serrano. Sorry, excuse me. Oh, that's like some thick-ass syrup shit, isn't it? That Di Serrano. Uh, five drops Bitterman's Tiki Bitters. One and a half ounce pineapple juice, one and a half ounce orange juice, a quarter ounce grenadine, orange slice for garnish, cherry for garnish. Uh, here, Okay, I'm, I'm seeing what they're doing. This is like a Bahama Mama in a way. Um, <clears throat> yeah, they got rum. They got vodka. The bitters are, uh, I don't know what tiki bitters are. Five drops Bitterman's tiki bitters. I'm not sure 
what those are all about. I've never heard of those until this point. But, uh, dude, that sounds really good. You, you always need a little darkness to uh, balance out the lightness, right? The sweetness. Uh, so here's how the hell you make it. Combine all ingredients into a mixing glass. Cover and shake vigorously. Pour into a 16-ounce glass. Add a dash of grenadine for a sinker. Oh, excuse me, at the end. Finally, garnish with an orange slice and cherry on top. Um, fresh squeeze punch. These have all been from chilledmagazine.com. Um, like always, don't drink and drive. Get an Uber, get a Lyft. Be safe out there. Um, don't be a moron. Uh, cheers, everybody. So switching gears a little bit um, to basketball. Man, I just found this out the other day. They're making a big deal on Twitter, a big deal on Facebook, um, at which they should be, about Steve Kerr. How many did they say? Nine-time world champion? Um, that's pretty good. Um, I guess that's the knock. I guess the game's coming back on. I'll be right back, guys. We'll talk more Steve Kerr when I come back. And there you have it. Uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning 6, Colorado Avalanche 2. Uh, Tampa Bay takes game 3, obviously. Uh, dude, you just can't stop the champs. I, I got to say this about them. Um, I, I keep talking about how big they are and how slow the East is, but they're just not looking very slow. And you know what else comes with that size, uh, which helps obviously in game situations is 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 their size just blocking shots getting in those lanes laying down dude all of those guys team effort willing to take a puck to the leg to the arm to the ribs whatever it doesn't matter to the toe you know just to to block that shot so it doesn't go go through and i mean just having those big bodies on the, they're taking up the whole bottom of the ice so it's like you already have to elevate the shot to get it past the goalie but now you have to do a even more extreme angle to try to get it past the 230-pound guy laying on the ice on his side. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's crazy, man. They're so good at congesting those lanes, the, the slot. And you could tell Colorado's just going back over and over to the slot trying to get something, trying to get a clean shot, you know, a little passing play, something. And, um, dude, Tampa Bay is just really, really fucking good. You know, uh, they're they're not going to go away easily. Obviously, by tonight, they felt some sort of way after game two, lo losing that bad. And, uh, man, they, they, they proved it. They're here to fight, man. I will say on Colorado's behalf, though, uh, you, you got to still feel good about yourself. You know, yeah, you, you lost one. It's not like you thought you were never going to lose again. It's the Stanley Cup final. But the beautiful thing is you're up two games to one still. If you can just steal one. In Tampa Bay, you're, you're going to be okay. If you can just steal this next one, I think that's the eyes on the prize. They're going to look at tape, um, <clears throat> go over what they did, what they did wrong, how they could have played. But, I mean, just going down that many goals in the second period is just unforgivable. At, at this level, you're, you're not going to get those back. It's very rare that, you know, a team will lose a game like that in a Stanley Cup final. I mean, it's happened before, I'm sure, but... Um, Tampa's not, you know, they're not going to let them come back. They just squeezed the life out of them tonight. So with that said, man, um, Colorado, you, you got to steal one. Uh, you, you at least got to steal one in Tampa. Ho hopefully it's this next one. If not, I mean, it's it's looking pretty pretty rough. We're back to even if, if Tampa wins the next one. That's it. You don't want to be there, especially after being up. 
uh, feeling so good about the first part of this series. Um, <clears throat> but I got what I wanted. I mean, it's interesting now. It's it's a fight. You, you saw a fight there at the end of the game. It's getting feisty. They're getting pissed off at each other. Um, I don't know who was throwing the punches on Colorado's side, but that guy was not to be fucked with uh, tonight. You, you just love to see it. Old school hockey, man. You, you just love to see it. I love to see it. I love that they started with their gloves on. You know, the refs got a lot to handle. They're trying to separate everybody else. They start punching each other with gloves on, and it's like, fuck it, take the gloves off. They throw them off, and the refs don't step in. Nothing. Until a guy goes to the ice. That's, yes, it, it let them throw. It's the end of the game. It makes it more interesting. That's fun for the fans. You know what I mean? Uh, let's take another drink of this vodka lemonade. Cheers, everybody. Okay, back to Steve Kerr. Now that the hockey's out of the way for the night. Um, dude, I didn't know this about him. You know, I knew the, the success he's had with Golden State. I knew with um, um, the Bulls. Uh, what was it? Three championships with the Bulls, Michael Jordan and the Bulls. Um, actually, Steve Kerr had one of the best lines after. I can't remember which championship it, wa- it was that they won. But uh, <laughs> he's talking about how he had to, you know, the final ball to the, to you know, and the game came to him. He had to take the shot. He famously hits the shot, knocks it down. They're champions. <clears throat> and Steve Kerr famously is like, yeah, they, they decided to pass me the ball. So they get me the ball and I, I decide I got to bail Michael out once again. And I mean, just everybody just dying laughing. Michael Jordan's over there just laughing his ass off. Just one of the great, you know. Um, he knows who he is, you know what I mean? He can sense himself very well. And, and, and just becoming a basketball god. So I knew about three with um, Chicago, the Bulls, like I said, back in the 90s. Um, obviously, he's doing his thing with Golden State. Now they have four. Well, I didn't know about San Antonio. So apparently, Steve Kerr has two championships with San Antonio, I guess, before he came to the Bulls. Um, which it's just like what this guy's reaching new heights. This is new territory because you got to think like someone in football, like Tom Brady, it's like, he's going to be considered the greatest of all time ever, unless someone collects that many rings, you know? Um, but, but, but how do you calculate someone who's done it as a, he has five rings as a player and he has four rings for now, as a head coach, I mean, that is basketball like you're basically a fucking god at that point, aren't you? That's just unreal to be able to do it. Because I remember Michael Jordan trying trying to be a coach, and it never – it usually, with you know a few exceptions, it usually never pans out. Be, you know, being an all-star player and trying to be a coach at the end of your career, it usually never pans out, you know, for whatever reason that is. You know, they, they can play the game by itself, but they can't coach others to play it i don't know what the deal is but that's super impressive to be able to get five rings you know not on his own obviously hit a huge shot in his career next to michael jordan and then look at his success now i mean does it help that he has steph curry absolutely 100 percent. you know one of the if not the best player right now I, i mean jesus if he keeps winning championships i mean the only person everyone's comparing them to, all these rings and shit, is J-Lo. <laughs> With however many times she's been fucking married. And let's go ahead and bash on j Not bash on her, but come on. I, I saw this thing the other day talking about, 
you know, J-Lo has this reveal all shit coming out. You know, it's like her story, J-Lo's story. And and, and I just hate how celebrities with millions of dollars, millions of options to, you know, just look your best 24-7 if you want to. You know, she's built her fucking wealth, like good for her, but that's not enough. What does she have to do? She has to make this Netflix special and she's got to make it, you know, this is me telling my story. I feel like I've never been seen. I feel like I've never been heard until now. And it's like, what? You feel like you've never been seen or heard. How does that work? Like, I've known who you are since I was 15 years old. Now, okay, granted, that was for my own reasons. You know, 15-year-old male, you know, I think she's a beautiful woman. I always have. But, you know, she's had my attention since then. Not only, and then what does she do? She She's acting. You know, she starts as a fly girl. What was that show? In Living Color. Starts as a fly girl there. Dancing. You know. Starts acting. Starts doing... And she comes up with one of the greatest... She sings one of the greatest dance hit songs of all time. Waiting for Tonight. Dude, That's that song's a jam. I don't care who you are. That song is a jam. I love that fucking song. But then she's going to get on this whatever Netflix special, Hulu special. I don't even know which platform it's on. But she's going to say how she's never, she hasn't really felt seen or heard. That's like, how is that possible? Everyone knows who you are. If you say J-Lo, we know. We know who you are. I mean, you've made your way around Hollywood with the marriages. That's why you're getting the ring. We know who you are. You know, how how has your story not been told? Like, why do they have to make it into, why can't they just be like, I wanted to make a documentary to share you know, the truths about how my life is. Okay, I can respect that. Don't don't play up this like you're the underdog story to me. And you've you've had it hard for so long. And and, and I will say, I've said this before to any touring musician, the Britney Spears of the world, the Madonnas who did it before her of the world, the you know, whatever, uh Metallica's of the world. It's like that life is grueling. But you also have a a sea of fans coming to see you every night. So you can't paint yourself as the underdog, as like life's been set against you. Like, no, come on. Let's just be real about it. Telling my story. Oh, God, that drives me fucking nuts. Let's take another drink. And I'm not sure why I feel so much animosity toward J-Lo. It's just that, you know. Not everybody can be the underdog. Like, J-Lo, you have millions of dollars. You have everything at your disposal. You've started businesses. You've invested your money properly. Like, this should be a telling of how you fucking did it, shouldn't it? You know? And it's all going to lead up. I don't know how they're going to do it. I'll probably end up watching it anyway. But it's all going to lead up to this performance, the performance of a lifetime. And it's just like, okay, well, just just say that. You know, don't paint yourself like you, you've you had it hard. And I'm not saying you haven't worked hard, but I mean, there's, I got to imagine there's a lot more privilege. Who had a joke about it? John, John Mulaney had a joke about it when he's working with Mick Jagger, you know, writing a skit for what SNL. You know, he's talking about, you know, when I say Diet Coke out loud, nobody gives a fuck, you know. I can say Diet Coke and one does not appear in my hand. If Mick Jagger says Diet Coke for the past fucking however many years, 30, 40 years, a Diet Coke appears in his hand because he has people. You know, he has different expectations of life. 
than than the average person. You know what I mean? And I feel like JLo's in that same boat. So don't sit there and complain. I, I mean, you guys get it, right? You guys understand what I'm saying. I'm, I'm beating a dead horse, um, metaphorically, of course. Uh, let's take another drink. <clears throat> Got a little bit to talk about with the band uh, before I end this episode. We just had a show Saturday night. Pretty good show. Uh, A lot of fun. It was good to get out. Other than the heat, once the sun went down, it was a little bit uh, more bearable. But uh, a good show, man. Like I'm starting to feel this band just moving in the right direction. Positive momentum. You know, show after show. Shows aren't coming, you know, too frequently, but they're coming frequently enough to where we're getting out, we're playing, you know, we're we're exercising those muscles, so to speak. Um, <clears throat> but I will say, I did have a disappointing um, outing Saturday night with just uh, just a, a restaurant in Deep Ellum. Like we we get there, and uh, you know they you know greet us at the bar. We're sitting at a cocktail table, greet us and. You know, we'll just take water for now. You know, I'm thinking I got to play a show tonight. I'm not trying to drink too much. You know, I'm not even really trying to drink right now. I just need to be hydrated, really. The sun's out. It's 100 degrees. So everything's cool. And wouldn't you know it? Oh, Chris, you know, someone sees my face and they just immediately think they know who I am, which I just, you know, I've said this a million times. I just have that face. Strangers come up to me. You know, they think they know me. I, I've, I've argued with a guy about he told me my name was Blake. He's like, "No, you're Blake and you went to such and such school." I'm like, "No, my name is not Blake and I did not go to such and such school." He's like, "No, your name has to be Blake. Like you're Blake. You you're just messing with me." And I'm like, "No, I I'm not, dude. Like I I'm telling you the truth. Like I'm not going to argue with you about who I am. Like m- my name's not Blake, it's Chris, and I went to the other school, your rival school actually." So that you're talking about, that you're referring to. But I just have one of those faces. So we sit at the cocktail table. Bartender comes over, super nice. He's like, would you like some, you know, beer, whatever? And we're like, no, just water for now, okay? So we get the water, and I have the face. There's a guy sitting at the, at the fucking bar by himself. And who does he see at the bar? Me, of course. And he buys me a drink. Just me, you know, me, me and Connor, he buys us both a drink. He's like, how about a beer? And like, all right, cool. You know, this is starting off interesting and it's just like i <laughs> you know it can have its advantages okay i will say that if somebody's gonna buy me a drink then that's an advantage me you know i'm not gonna get upset about that but you know um i guess the the guy arguing with me about who my who <laughs> what my real identity was just threw me off and i always kind of have that bitter taste in my mouth when someone's like oh hey i think i know you, you look so familiar it's like ah god here we go again but uh, the fact that he bought us, so the night's going well. I'm like, this is a cool-ass vibe already. Just got here five minutes in, already drinking a beer that I got for free. You know, um, some other people show up that we're with and, you know, start buying a little bit of food, little snacky food. We're eating snacky food. We're vibing. We're having a good time. So, you know, and, and there's an outside part. You know, you can go outside, hang out on the patio. It's 100-degree weather, Right. So the big issue, the big point that I'm trying to get around to is like when we first come in, they give us water. And it is Texas. It's 100 degrees outside. And later on in the night, when we're still there, they want to try to start selling us bottled water. And I'm just, I, 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 I don't understand. We're already here with a group. We're already spending money. 
Um, and, and third thing, you've already given us free, like, just ice water to be a cool human being. Yeah, you know, like that's this is what we're supposed to do. Any other bar that I frequent in Deep Ellum, they've always got a big ass like orange Gatorade cooler full of ice water. You know, if you get too hot, you know, you're you're enjoying the show or if you're playing the show, you always know you're going to get some ice water. You know, there's always some available at all times, but this place just rubbed me the wrong way. You should that's not how you do business. We're already up in here spending money. You know, I don't don't treat me like I'm of you know like you gotta squeeze every dime out of me. Like I don't have to spend shit here. You know that, right? Like I'm coming here for the atmosphere, for the good times, and it just left. You know, it's like that's all it takes is one experience like that. And it's like I I don't know if if I'll go back there. Maybe it was a bad night. Maybe it was an off night. I'll give them a try again. But it's like that's all it really takes. Um, <clears throat> I just think that should be. Just human to human, just a basic thing. You know, if I'm coming there and I'm bringing my friends and, you know, even if it's two, three friends, it doesn't matter. We're spending money there where it looks like you're, you know, you see people going into your place. It's, it's, it's all positives, but to, it's, it just felt like we were being micromanaged. You know what I mean? It's like, well, we weren't spending enough quickly enough. So now they got to start charging us for water. I'm like, wait, what the fuck? Are they watching us like a casino right now to see what we're like? This is kind of bullshit. Like I'm not happy with this. So, um, anyways, I didn't do anything about it because come to find out this, all this happened after the fact, like I was, you know, I don't know what I was doing, maybe mingling with people at the bar that I didn't know or whatever, but this happened to a table full of people that we were with. And it's just like, dude, that should just be a basic human thing, basic human right. Just, can I get some water? It's like, yeah, sure. You're hanging out in this establishment. You have no reason to be kicked out of this establishment. Sure. You can have some water. It was just shitty, man. I've just never seen that before. And especially in Texas, um, and especially after spending money, especially in 100-degree heat. I don't know what else to say about it. It's just kind of shitty. But other than that, the show went well, had a great time. Uh, we have another one. i got to start promoting that one soon. I'm so terrible about promoting these shows on this podcast. But um, that's going to do it for me for the night. Thank you guys for listening. Episode number 230. Uh, let's drink it to the last drop, everybody. Cheers. All right, and I'll talk to you guys next week. Be safe. Don't drink a drive. Get an Uber. Get a Lyft. Talk to you soon. Love you. Bye.